3: Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide
5: to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of Controversy.
4: Good to have you on board. It is follow the money here on V Sin V Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Matt Humans, the Maestro, Mike Palm, coming up on the show in five minutes. We'll ask him if he's uh, if the Euro matches have been profitable. You know he loves his soccer. Now Mike Palm loves it. Get out of his way. The Undertaker.
6: That's Mike Palm.
4: And uh, his rant, uh, his rants with no hyperbole coming up at that time. Uh, we'll play this audio video coming up later on uh, this hour. But Michael Lombardi was asked about the whole Tom Brady thing this week where Tom Brady said, you know, he called the team stupid yada yadas and uh, you're really going really to keep that guy. And people speculated that, that it was the Raiders or the 49ers that he was talking about. This is before he signed with Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. right? Uh, where Brady said, I can't believe you're going to keep this guy.
6: He didn't say guy.
4: No, he did not. He used a much stronger word than that. Lombardi said that Brady wanted to stay on the East Coast. He thinks he was talking about Miami and Fitzpatrick in that clip.
6: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I looked at that too, and uh, I, I actually I don't want to contradict anything Michael Lombardi says because he's probably got some inside, uh, he's got some insight into uh, what Brady was looking at and uh, maybe the team he was talking about there. but how about the Chicago Bears? I thought it might be the Bears. Mm. You're going to stick with Trubisky? Uh, How about the Titans? Because a lot of us thought that the Titans were going to be Tom Brady's destination. You're going to stick with Tannehill? Mm. If it's not the Dolphins, I think it was the Bears or the Titans.
4: Yeah, and he's not going to mother bleep Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think
6: he's going to MF Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr. Necessarily, I mean, it's not like Derek Carr's bad quarterback. That yeah, yeah, right. guy gets right. knocked by a lot of critics, and I think Carr's actually played pretty well yeah, the he's... past couple of years. Sure.
4: And then, how about this tweet from Ben Fowkes? Mm-hmm. Veasan's
6: very own Ben Fowkes last
4: night? Big bet on the Bucks in Mississippi, nine hundred and fifty thousand on the Bucks. Oh boy! To win one hundred and ninety thousand.
6: Well, to win the series, the good news is you got to win four to win the series, so the Bucks still uh, can take four of the next six. But how about if you waited one day, you could have got that better at half price.
4: Yes, you could have. And the Hawks have been, as we've said now many times on this show, very, very good on the road. By the way, what do you make of uh, the three-pointer last night, late in the game? Young takes it. Giannis mm-hmm. is on him. He's going like this, and he looks away, and his hand is like moving maybe. But Young is coming closer, and mm-hmm. then, ah!
6: And he goes to the free throw line. It's almost like the fake eye poke and the exaggerated eye poke by Trey Young. Yes, I didn't really like the call, but after watching the replay, I understood why it was called. You know, it's tough sometimes for the refs at full speed to get all those calls correct like that. You know, it's easy for us to watch replay and say, oh, well, i think like a flop. And but I'll so- be honest,
4: like Matt, I don't want, like the end of that Suns game the other night, I, I can't take the 30 minutes to play a minute. No. I just, it's, it's, you want to rip your hair out the entire time. <laughs> the replays take way too long. If you can you can tell in the first 10 or 15 seconds which way it's got to go. Mm-hmm. Make the
6: call already. I think that about baseball, too, when I watch the replays. You see on the first replay, a lot of times the second replay, what the call should be. And, well, they're going to kick it back to New York, and they stand there with the headsets yep. on for five minutes. It shouldn't take that long.
4: The maestro Mike Palm going to join the show. Uh, has betting the Euro match has been profitable, and his biweekly rant of no hyperbole next.
6: This is
2: Brent Musburger, and here is your v Action Update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The PGA Tour this week at the TPC River Highlands for the Travelers' Championship. Bryson DeChambeau will tee off as a 12-1 favorite today. Three-time Travelers winner Bubba Watson is 40-1. to NHL Stanley Cup Playoff semifinals. The Montreal Canadiens to the win move on to the Stanley Cup Final for the first time since 1993. They're a $1. thirty home dog to Vegas Montreal. Minus 140, the total five over at Bell Center. The Phoenix Suns laying one at the LA Clippers in game three of the Western Conference Finals today, 220 and a half the total. Nick Pavetta on the mound with the Boston Red Sox, a dollar fifteen dog at Tampa Bay laying a dollar twenty six. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vCin.com. Before you place your next bet every day, we're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Make VSIN.com, the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest VSIN odds at VSIN.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about.
5: It's time
4: to follow the money. With your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Tired of losing your hair, you can get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. Go to keeps.com slash That's keeps.com slash We are live at the Mecca, best sportsbook in the world. Circa downtown Las Vegas. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans filling in today for Polly Howard. And the maestro himself, Mike Palm from Circa, the Golden Gate ND here in downtown Las Vegas. And the Nuts, weekdays at two Eastern. Right here on VEASAN joins the program. Good morning, sir. How are you today?
7: Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Excited for the Resorts World opening tonight? You're going to be going? I will be going. Yes, I will indeed.
6: Mm. I know Randy McKay's going to be out there, too. I know uh, plenty of people are excited about Resorts World. Do you know who's running their book? Uh, IGT, I believe. Isn't that right, Mike?
7: Yeah, I think they're buying. Yeah, they're buying their lines from them. They have. They're going to run their own book, but they're they're purchasing their numbers. Um, uh, so we'll be interested to see. At least they have uh, uh, North American based operators, so they can open, unlike Virgin.
4: Copy. So where are you at? How have you been doing in the NHL playoffs? We'll begin in that sport. And what do you make of the game tonight? The Golden Knights, we've uh, been saying now for like two days, they look like a dead team in Game 5 at home when the Canadians were clearly the better team. And, and you know what? You told us, I think, on the air that you'd look at like plus 250 or more if that was the opening series price. Do you have a ticket on the Canadians to win the series?
7: Yeah, I'm plus 380 and then I have them plus uh, $6 after the first game they lost. Not big. Both tickets are, you know one's 200, one's 100. I mean, not huge bets. I just, I thought it was much more of a coin flip series than what people made it out to be. I mean, Montreal hadn't trailed in seven hours coming into the mm-hmm. uh, game time, coming into the series, you know, and it's not like I, I, I was talking with a mall uh, off air yesterday before the show, you know, it, I'm trying to compare it to something to run by the Canadians because essentially they're an eight seed, right? I'm, and I was thinking about the, the Ducks with Jaguar. But, I mean, Jaguar was unknown at the time. Kerry Price has been an established top five goalie for, you know, over a decade. So, it's hard to compare to that. It's just, you know, they're so good defensively so long. And sticks are so long. They really disrupt your game. And getting Petrie back was so important for them. I think he's their best defenseman. I think he's even better than than, than Weber. So, I mean, it's, it's a toss-up. They kind of rotate. Who dominates the games, right? I mean, and it's not necessarily the team that dominates the game that wins. Both games in Montreal by one were, were won by the team that was worse during the course of, of the game.
6: Mike, uh, you know a lot more about hockey than I did. What about Tim Thomas when uh, he was hot as a goalie for the Boston Bruins? Were they the eighth seed that they when the Bruins won the cup?
7: Yeah, I don't remember. I remember that. I, I don't know if they were an eighth seed, Matt. They might have been to 16 in the division I, I don't want to exactly. make a bet on that but yeah he was so good he went I mean when he would, went through a stretch there where he didn't give up more than one goal in a in a game in that run but that's that's probably a better comparison than uh, than jagera that that year
4: so what what number okay for a second here pretend that you don't have the Canadians tickets what number would you need to bet the golden Knights tonight
7: to win the series no to, uh, to win
4: this game or either one to win this game or to win the series.
7: Well, I don't, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to. I, it's hard for me to lay a price with the Knights when they're on the road tonight. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess if you could get them near even money, or, or you know, lay one one fifteen or one twenty, it'd be worth a bet. I think it's about right. Uh, you know, Montreal around two dollars, Vegas around plus one seventy for the series. I think that's about the right number. Um, they will be a, if they win tonight, then they're going to be a big favorite again. I mean, they'll be. Two yes. forty or two thirty or something like that in Game Seven, which then you're obligated if you don't have a bet to bet Montreal because I don't think they're going to win five out of six times in that spot.
4: I don't disagree. What about the other series now I'm going to go seven games? Do you like Tampa? Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah Tampa. What did, since they got swept by Bobrovsky and Columbus this last two years in the bubble and then this, they haven't lost two consecutive games i mean that's that's remarkable to me they have not lost two consecutive games in the playoffs i thought last night i i said on the nuts was a toss-up because of the building there and the the home ice advantage they'd have The islanders had on long island but then i just can't see even though tampa's been a better road team than a home team i can't see them coming back and losing game seven and losing two in a row i just i i think vasilevsky out of the four guys as well as price is playing the Montreal defense is playing so well in front of him. He sees everything. That's the thing. I think Vasilevsky has been the best goaltender of the playoffs so far.
6: Yeah, it was 8 nothing last time those teams played in Tampa. You are the undertaker. Right now at Circus Sports, uh, tonight's total is 5.5, under minus 150. And then the Islanders' lightning game 7 is 5.5, under minus 155. Would you play the under in tonight's game or tomorrow's game, Mike?
7: Man, I think that in elimination games, it's hard to play the full game because the, you'll pull the goalie earlier, mm-hmm. uh, especially, you know, obviously if it's a w- on one side tonight, if it's the Knights, it's facing elimination. And, of course, the game seven is elimination for both teams. I think you have to continue to play these first period unders. Uh, in both series, it's been profitable to play the first period unders. Games have gone over while the first period's gone under. Now, of course, not in the ambush at Emily the other night, the 8 nothing game where they scored less than a minute in, but I mean, some of these night games, they're, they're, they're hardly any even scoring chances in the first period, yep. let alone two goals. So I much prefer to play under under one and a half or, and, and lay both series. You have to lay 135 or 140 in these first periods. This no-goal first 10 has, has been, no-goal first five has been great every game in the night series. And then the last Three, I think, no goal first ten has also been a winner.
4: Very good. We'll get to no hyperbole here in a minute. How has the betting for you, particularly, uh, been going in uh, the Euro twenty?
7: So you know, it, the first two games of these uh, uh, group play in, in each group, um, very good. So the six groups, um, I think it was sixteen out of uh, eighteen matches uh where three goals or less then when you get to this last game in a group i think you have to kind of back off it wasn't that i didn't bet them. i bet fewer games and i bet a lot but when these teams are facing elimination and then goal differential comes into play when they're trying to make it to the the, the final 16 to the knockout round things get goofy in the yes. second half of these games because teams have to get much more gra- i mean you saw yesterday every game went over right and mm-hmm. the games if you're an underbetter, they turn bad in the second half. They open up so much. So I think you have to really just be cognizant of that in these tournaments, that you can play the first few, whatever it is, until the final game of group. And then when you get to the final game of group, you have to back off.
4: Thank you. Yeah, well said. Okay, here we go. Uh, your baby. Uh, biggest gaffes of the previous couple of weeks. It's called no hyperbole. Take it away, sir.
7: Okay, let's start with number three, and I call this goalie gap. Friday Night Bell Center in Montreal uh the vegas golden knights are ahead 2-1 they've controlled the game um less than two minutes ago montreal really was very few scoring opportunities for the whole game the puck gets sent down to the vegas head and mark-andre fleury tries to play the puck he boots it the puck comes out in front of the net josh anderson just taps it in for the canadians to tie it with a minute 55 to go and then in, in overtime anderson scores so winner just about 13 minutes into overtime for a shocking turn of events to give Montreal a 2-1 lead in the series, Scorch Vegas stole a game in Game Four. A game they were dominated and 18-1, high-scoring uh, opportunities for Great A opportunities for Montreal, but then losing Game Five to trail 2-1. And then just yesterday, in this game between Slovakia and Spain, I don't know if you guys saw this. They're about the 30-minute mark. Spanish midfielder Pablo Sarabia launches a shot from deep that hits off the crossbar and launched directly straight up into the air. I mean, straight up into the air. The goaltender, Martin Dubrovska, could have caught it coming, coming down. He didn't have any pressure to his back, but he makes this play that a lot of goalies do where they want to tap it over the goal so that in case they mishandle it and give him a corner. Well, instead of tapping it over the goal, he got such a weak jump that by the time he hit it, it was below the crossbar, and he actually knocked it into his own goal. If you have a chance, go back and look at this. It's one of the most absurd goals you'll ever see, and of course, on a big stage in the European Championship. Number two is the art of the take. Here's two incidents in the same city separated by less than than 24 hours. Let's go to Yankee Stadium in an early game Sunday between the A's and the Yankees. The Yankees lead two to one, going to the top of the ninth, and they bring in Araldus Chapman. He walks Jed Lowry on five pitches. He then walks Tony Kemp on four pitches. Next up is Sean Murphy. He goes 3-0 and on Sean Murphy. So he's thrown 11 balls out of 12 pitches. The bases are loaded. You're down by one run in the top of the ninth with nobody out. What do you think happens on the next pitch? Well, of course, Sean Murphy swings. And not only does he not have a result where he drives at a run, he hits into a triple play to end the game. Yeah. That was, that was
6: unbelievable. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess I could have found over two weeks probably a dozen incidents of this. But then the very next day, they're playing that makeup game starting doubleheader. double header. So it's a seven inning game at City Field. Braves Mets, important series in the NL East. Mets are leading 1 0 in the bottom of the fifth behind the Grom. Base is loaded for Francisco Lindor, Lindor. He's facing Sean Green. Of course, it's a 3-0 count. Now, Lindor, may I remind you, Lindor, Lindor is hitting 217 on the year. Okay? He has 54 hits so far this year. Three zero count, what does he do? Of course, Lindor swings, and he hits a, a short, short fly ball to right that doesn't score any runs. <laughs> Get, there's one out, so that makes two. The, uh, the, the Mets get bailed out because Smith comes up next and hits a double that clears the base, so they go four out But uh, what, what's he doing? Another guy not hitting. You know, if you project out the season total here, Lindor will have 127 hits. He's only making 43.3 million this year for the amazing Mets. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that comes out to that comes out to a mere 341 thousand dollars per hit. The Mets are paying him if, if, if he continues at this pace for the rest of the year. And then let's let's go to number one, of course, we, we've had the Jordan rules, we've had the Cider House rules, and now, according to Max Scherzer, we have the Manfred rules. We started with this ludicrous crackdown on foreign substances of pitchers in baseball on Monday, and it's led to many incidents where now opposing managers can go up to the umpires and say, Hey, check this pitcher. Hey, Jay. And they come out and it's like a strip search. Of course, the pitchers are all offended. They take their hands off the gloves. They start undoing their belts. I've seen that three times now. Well, Tuesday night at Citizen's Park in Philadelphia, trailing 3-1 to Max Scherzer. Joe Girardi goes out in the bottom of the fourth inning and tells the umpire, the crew chief, Alfonso Marquez, he thinks Scherzer, Scherzer's using a foreign substance because he keeps going to his head, to his hair. So they come out, they inspect him, he sort of takes off his head, he throws his hands up, starts to undo the belt. I mean, this this led to um, an injection of Girardi because the bitches start yelling at each other. Scherzer's looking into the, the Philadelphia bench. No foreign substances. This great interview of Scherzer, I think he says, you know, I, I had to have stuff to grip the ball. The only thing I could get was sweat now. He said, and it wasn't even warm enough that night that I could just go to the back of my neck I had to go to my hair because that was the only place I was really sweating to take my cap off. You know, it's ridiculous. And he said after the game, I, I don't really want to comment anymore about it. Ask Rob Manfred. These are the Manfred rules, you know, and Girardi said, well, I never saw Scherzer go to his, his head that much before. Of course you have it because he was able to have a substance on the ball to control it. I mean, Kershaw, Clay Kershaw said, this should be like hockey. I thought this was an interesting comment. If the opposing manager goes out and says the pitcher is using a foreign substance and they check the pitcher and he isn't, there should be some sort of penalty given to the opposing team Mm -hmm. because you're delaying the game, you're breaking the pitcher's rhythm, you're slowing it down. I thought that's an interesting idea. The bottom line is this, guys. Don't you want the pitchers to be able to control the ball? Aren't the games long enough already? They're up over three hours. And if we're not going to make them seven inning games, game, you have to let this game move along. More walks means more runners on base. means more stretching, more ridiculous pickoff attempts. These games are going to balloon again. With this no foreign substance, we're going to be looking at games over three hours and 15, three hours and 20 minutes again. That's just what baseball needs. Lose more fans. We've already lost a generation. Every move Manfred makes is wrong. This guy's batting 1,000, and that's no hyperbole.
4: Beautiful. Love it. I said it yesterday. You must agree then. I never thought in a million years, once Bud Selig left his role as a commissioner in Major League Baseball, that that sport would actually downgrade at commissioner, and they have, which is impossible to believe, Mike.
7: Yeah, what do you what you have made the odds on that? Plus uh, fifty to one. Yeah, I mean, probably. The Selig, Selig. We all have a bad impression of Selig just because the way he carried himself too was was, right. was, sure. was 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 so
6: bad. But this this guy is. You're right. He's worse. Yeah, worse. Baseball replaced Frankenstein with Barney Fife. Uh,
4: what do you What do you have coming up today on the nuts?
7: Uh, we have Josh Towers. I'm 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 really interested to get his take on on uh, on the foreign substance rule. And you know, Josh, he's so he's so very honest. He'll be awesome. He'll be in studio at 11:45 uh, Pacific today.
4: Very good, sir. Thanks for the time as always. Good luck this week.
7: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yep,
4: there you go, uh, Mike Palm from the nuts. And, uh, no, he's right. He's right. I mean, it's it's such an awful look this week for Major League Baseball. How long is this possibly going to continue? Is this something that we're going to get all the way into the weekend? Or does somebody actually step down, put their foot down, and say, we can't keep doing this because it's a disaster and people are
6: just mocking us now across the country? Manfred said he thought it went pretty well. He was happy with uh, the way things are. I Uh, think by the next week or two, things are going to die down a little bit. It's it's the same with any uh, rule that starts to get enforced initially. There's kind of like a almost I'm gonna say the an overreaction to enforcing the rule, sure and then after about a week or two things gonna die off a little by the way in 2010-11, 10 years ago Tim Thomas had a great run as goalie for the uh, Boston Bruins who won the Stanley Cup but I double checked they were the I three seed I thought they were a Cinderella story but Tim Thomas was outstanding when uh, the Bruins won the Cup 10 years ago
4: coming up next year follow the money on V sin VSports Betty Network everybody's favorite golfer this week of the Travelers. Guess what? Off to a bad start. At this rate, he'll miss the cut. Details coming up.
6: Patrick Reed.
5: Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for best documentary feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists.
1: You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human.
5: This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You.
1: Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well.
4: for your winnings cash out instantly with BetRivers feature it's called Rush Pay get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook the industry leader with exclusive bets daily specials odds boosts and the most in play betting options out there as always get a $250 match bonus fastest payouts and only one time play through at BetRivers your hometown sportsbook offers valid in Colorado Illinois, Indiana Virginia, Michigan and Pennsylvania it's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey you must be 21 so today at the Travelers yeah. Everybody was on Abraham answer this week. Every single person. Mm-hmm.
6: Guess Wes what? Reynolds, myself, Jeff Seeley, Mitch Moss.
4: You're not the. Only, we're not the only four. I listened to and read and saw other people who liked the answer this week.
6: Through eight, he's three over. He's next to last. He is. In the travelers, uh, the guy who's at the top of the leaderboard right now. I took a uh, went ahead and took a lead from Jeff Seely on yesterday's show because I. <laughs> I said I've never bet this guy before, but I watched him, and he was really solid in the U.S. Open. And I said, uh, eh, what the hell, throw a few bucks on him because Jeff liked him. Uh, Kevin Streelman, there you go, threw that bet in last night on the Westgate app. There you go. You got him down. Not much. Small bet. 30-1 to 1 odds on Kevin Streelman. He's at the, he's at the top right he now. He is. Right? Yeah. He's
4: now tied with two others. Another golfer who Jeff Seeley liked yesterday. Patrick Cantlay. Patrick Kelly. And I, this is, I'm mad at myself about this one. I wanted to bring this up. I forgot to do it. Nobody was making the case for him, and you don't like him. But his odds were, like, I think I saw 22 or 24 to 1 on Patrick Reed. Mm-hmm. And now he has gone birdie, birdie, be, uh, birdie on his uh, third, fourth, and fifth holes of the day. He's tied for the lead right now. Okay. It's not going to last. How about Garrick Higgo? He, he he you, you missed, had him 2 weeks
6: ago 50 to 1. I did. Hit hit a winner with him 2 weeks ago, but he missed the cut at the US Open on Torrey Pines. And he's two under. Patrick Reed was over par at the US Open. He actually had a putting implosion. He three-putted from 3 feet on one hole. Uh-huh. Fat, Pat, pad, do we still have the picture of the group of death that we had uh, that I took from the US Open over the weekend? Okay. I had a photo I sent in to uh, our producer. The group of death, Sergio and Fat Pat, oh, yeah, were paired yeah. together on uh, Saturday. Uh, I heard people making
4: a case not many for many
6: fans following that group Mitch. No, no, not not Sergio. No, believe it or no. not, that no, was a handful, maybe five fans. Okay,
4: uh,
6: <laughs> I did I did hear people
4: make a case for Stewart Sink this week. He yeah. is two through five. Uh, Jason Day is two under through three. You're on Scotty Scheffler, correct? Yes. He's one under through six right now. Deshambo is one under. Lanto Griffin is one under. A bunch of guys are at even right now, but it's early on, obviously. Sam Burns had uh, he, you know, I thought about betting him again. I did not. He's even through three. But I thought his odds were pretty decent this week, and uh, Neiman is even through six. Okay. He's, he's uh, had four pars. He's had a bogey and one birdie there. All right, so that's where we're at right now with the travelers. And Strelman is again tied with Kelly and Reed at the very top. Let's. Uh, this this guy should be not like a local or a regional hero. He should be almost everybody's favorite football player. At the Bucks game last night, offensive lineman David Bakhtiari, and uh, he has been legendary with his uh, beer slamming skills. He got into it with uh, Aaron Rodgers at a game a couple years back, and he's calling him across the court. Now your turn, and Rodgers sits there and he takes two minutes to slam a beer, and then afterwards, Rodgers is like. Eh, talk to me. We'll do scotch or whatever. Like, what does that mean? Who, slam scotch, huh? Yeah. What are you talking about?
6: That's the rich guy telling the blue collar lineman, yes, yes. come drink scotch with me now.
4: Uh, the tiari video. Here you go. At the game last night. And look, they put him on the jumbo s- screen. <laughs> this and every, is great. You know what's going to happen? That's a tall boy, by the way. That, is that 20 ounces? And he's like, let's go. One, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, one. It's gone. Boom. See ya. That is impressive. He's a big fella. <laughs> how many how many beers do you think it takes for him to get tanked?
6: He might have a future in pro wrestling. <laughs> yes, that, that's a great call. David Bakhtiari. Yeah, take a bow next time, buddy. How many of those did he slam, by the way? Just that one? Uh, that's the only one that I Are saw from last the night. Are watching the same video over and over? Yeah. Okay.
4: That's a. Tw- I think there's a 20-ounce beer he slams in three seconds. Pretty good. Can you slam beer? Sure. Yeah. Not that fast. Huh? Not that fast.
6: Uh, I don't do that much anymore. I yeah. slam shots now. Whiskey shots.
4: Whiskey shots? Mm. Yeah.
6: I think the uh, the beer
4: slamming days are probably long be- behind us here.
6: Yeah, I don't slam many beers anymore. No.
4: It's like uh, you go to a house party. What? We're going to do some keg stands it's in our 40s. We did a
6: keg stand. Yeah, it's been a while.
4: We'll get to our uh, plays that we're betting today in pocket. What we're looking at uh, for today's action, maybe a little uh, NBA this week, uh, some Major League Baseball all coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
0: the winner of any given college basketball
2: game someone gives you ten thousand to one on anything you take it, take it take it i'll bet you
1: 20 bucks i can get you gambling before the end of the day no way i'll give you three to one odds no nope. five to one no nope. ten to one you're up
4: right. all right hawks last night plus eight winner in pocket plays here game two i bet it last night hawks plus seven and a half i don't like it as much in game two as i did in game one but i still think seven and a half is crazy talk Bucks have to prove it to me. And uh, I just don't, I don't buy in this team. I don't buy into their power rating. I don't buy into their head coach. Uh, beyond Giannis and Milton was terrible last night. And Holiday, what else? Like last night, somebody had to step up. Nobody did. Where's Bobby Portis? Why is he not playing? Why is Conanton on, on the court so often? I don't get any of this stuff with the Bucks. Uh, the way I'm going to approach this Pirates Cardinals game is this it's like $1.30 uh, for a run in the first inning, but I'm going to go this. Pirates to score a run in the first inning, yes, plus 220. Cardinals run in the first inning. Yes, is plus 180. The way I will approach that game today. Both uh, pitchers stink. Carlos Martinez is absolutely dreadful. Again, his first inning ERA on the season is 12.08. Pending Fowler, 75 to one. Abraham answer. I lit it on fire during the commercial break. <laughs>
6: Yeah, answer not looking so hot. The 30-year-old of 30-to-1 odds is uh, three over par early in the tournament. That's okay.
4: Thanks for checking in.
6: I was job. with you on the Hawks last night. Did not use that in in-pocket. We talked about it yesterday, but uh, in-pocket for me was a split in baseball. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Split in baseball last night with the Giants minus 103 winner and a loser on the Dodgers plus 105. A Giants game last night. Just quickly, Mitch. Uh, for anyone who bet the total, is that the worst beat of the week if you played that under 8? Uh, it's uh, 1-1, it's 1-1 in the 12th inning, and it ends up the Giants score 7 runs in the 13th to push it over the total. Uh,
4: but as we said earlier, that's with the new rules. This has happened a lot, and it sucks, and you just want the game to end like in the ninth. Please get over with I don't want to go to X innings because you know it's possible at that mm. point. And then... Didn't the Angels, like, the, the, it was the play at the plate. Is he safe? Is he out? The game's going to be over with. Now he's out, and then we go to the 12th inning, and it explodes after that.
6: Yeah, that's a good point, too. We didn't talk about that. I was a little bit surprised that call got overturned. I, I think am. it was the right call that he was out, but it wasn't decisive yeah, enough. Right, and a lot right. of times in baseball, when you see this, uh, the call is not overturned. I, I thought they were going to say, hey, Angels win. Walk it off. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, but it didn't happen that way. All right. Uh, one play for tonight. Vegas Golden Knights have had all sorts of offensive issues. Montreal is going to play a defensive game. I think we're going in for another low-scoring hockey game here at Circuit. Totals five and a half under minus one fifty. So Vegas Montreal under five and a half. That's it for tonight. Uh, and then golf pending. Scotty Scheffler twenty-five to one answer. We we'll just toss that one out right now, right?
4: I think so. I mean, he's yeah. going to have to rebound quickly in order to you know be in this thing and not completely get run run over like a. It's, I can't believe this.
6: Joaquin Neiman at 40, Keegan Bradley at 50. I rode Jeff Seeley's coattails on Kevin Streelman. Chase Kepka,
4: by the way, bogeyed number double bogeyed uh, number one. Came back with a birdie on number two. He's got that Kepka moxie, let me tell you.
6: <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Here are the top horse racing plays for today from ExpressBet editor-in-chief Jeremy Planck. You ready for this, Mitch? I am. I'm ready to go. All right, here we go. At Belmont Park, race four, Jeremy likes number eight, stay home mama at 12-1 to 1 on the morning line. The long shot long shot look to a horse that might be the best finisher in a race with too many contenders with questionable stamina, stamina for the distance. Jockey Jose Lescano has ridden three $20 or more winners at Belmont since June 6th. Wow. This is going to be a win place bet. Again, Belmont race four, the number eight stay home mama mama. That's Jeremy Plonk's first play. And at Churchill Downs Race 8, Jeremy likes number 10 Dance for the Empire at 6-1 on the morning line. Okay? A filly with gate issues in her first two starts will get to load last from the far outside post. That might help her get away better this time. Trainer Brendan Walsh has been on fire at Churchill 8 of 19 since June 6. And this one's recent workouts indicate a perk up. This is also a win place bet. Again, that's a Churchill Race 8, the number 10, Dance for the Empire. You can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse betting app of VSIN with wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI assisted picks. It's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website all brought to you by Express Bet. Sign up using promo code VEGAS100 today. Get up to $100 in a match bonus on your first deposit. Visit vsin.com slash horses for details. Let's play vsin.com slash horses. Promo code Vegas100.
4: Very cool. Let's play some of this. Um, again, Tom Brady this week came out and he's like, uh, I can't believe it. This team, he's talking about a certain team and people are speculating, right? You're going to stick with this.
6: bleep, bleep, bleep. He was on a podcast. He was, he on was, on he a was podcast. dropping some F bombs and we had to edit those out. Yes.
4: And so Michael Lombardi on his podcast, The GM Shuffle, uh, Obviously, Michael has been involved in the NFL for a long, long time, has ties to the Patriots. He kind of explained, like, eh, don't, it's not the Raiders, not the 49ers, probably a different team.
6: I think Brady really would have liked to play in San Francisco. However, I think Brady wanted to stay on the Eastern
1: Seaboard as much as possible. I don't think he would refer to Jimmy G as that. <laughs> I think the team is Miami on the Eastern Seaboard. They had Ryan
4: Fitzpatrick. Now he would say, You stick it with that. <laughs> for Fitzpatrick. If you know Brady,
1: he wanted to be on the East. He wanted to get back at New England. Like, and what better way to get back at New England than go to Miami? You got Flores down there. They had
4: plenty of cap room. Remember they signed all those guys last year. They had a ton of cap room and you know, you're sticking with that. (laughs) Like you sticking with Ryan, you know, you don't want me like flow. You know, me, you know, you know, Michael Lombardi on his podcast, the GM shuffle it kind of makes sense. Like he's not going to say that about Jimmy Garoppolo. And you said earlier I
6: I'm probably not going to happen with the Raiders either. No, nah, it's not going to be Derek Carr. I don't think it's going to be Derek Carr because Carr's put up pretty good he's... numbers the past 2 years. I don't think Brady would disrespect say that MF about Derek Carr. His numbers has been really good. If uh, I use
4: the word serviceable to describe Derek Carr, is that is that a shot at him? Is that fair? He's been better than better serviceable. Better than that? Okay.
6: I do too. Brent Musburger would argue the same thing. Better than serviceable. Okay. Carr had, what, uh, I'm going to go back, 28 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. It was a pretty good. Was part.
4: that the TDI and T ratio yeah. last year?
6: Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G, a lot of people think it's Jimmy G. I'm sure that Tom Brady, I'm sure he wanted to go to the San Francisco 49ers. I, that part I do buy. Yeah, I buy that 100%. I wonder if it's the Dolphins, though, because if you're saying you're going to stick with that guy, the Dolphins really weren't sticking with that guy because they were gonna transition mm. to Tua. They were. So why would you say that about the Dolphins if their plan was to go to Tua?
4: You knew that the Dolphins were gonna tra- uh, draft a quarterback in right. the draft.
6: So that's why I'm thinking it's more the Bears or the Titans. Talking about Where Tannehill. I think it's or I, Trubisky. Tannehill or Trubisky. Yeah. Because I do think uh I think Brady had a lot of interest in going to Tennessee.
4: Up next, Nick Bogdanovich going to join the program with William Hill Sportsbooks. I think the action that he sees every day on the Euro 20 soccer matches will be an incredibly high number. We'll ask him about it coming up next. summer. It's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new VSIN gear. Here's what we're talking about. Hats, shirts, mugs, all with the VSIN logo or fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about and it's not under until it's over. Visit the VSIN store today at VSIN.com slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. That's VSIN.com Slash
6: store. A couple new items there at the store this week. A Wes Reynolds smoking jacket and a Greg Peterson blow up doll. I le- yeah.
4: Wow, okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's a new one. I did not yeah. know that. I knew that the uh, smoking jacket was going to be on the way, mm-hmm. but the, the G Unit doll, I had no idea. New things
6: at the V store each week.
4: That'll be popular around yeah. Christmas time, I think. Uh, Nick Bogdanovich joins the program now, Director of Trading at William Hill Sportsbooks across the country. Nick, good morning. How are you?
8: I'm doing great, guys. What's happening?
4: Uh, well, busy, busy time as always. I want to I start off with uh, the Euro 20 soccer matches. Matt and I kind of have a side bet. I'm, I think that your handle on the Euro 20 matches have been absolutely astronomical. Is that fair to say?
8: Very, very big for sure. Uh, we got one player playing 100 dimes a match. So, yeah, they add up pretty fast. And, you know, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> it, it it's a good filler for, you know, you go, they went off at 6-9 and 12 in pool play. So, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, the, the the slow days, we got something going on in the morning besides the tennis. So, yeah, no, it's been fantastic.
4: Okay, okay, so how is that better doing, betting 100 dimes a game? And is that a Las Vegas based better or is is, is coming from
8: somewhere else? Yeah, a Las Vegas based better, a regular guy. So, I think he's been betting the Astros every day, so it's, it, it doesn't really matter how he does in the soccer.
6: <laughs> Bet against the D backs, too. Uh, how about the hockey, and tonight the Vegas Golden Knights uh, f- trying to hold off elimination, Nick. They are down 3-2 in the series, going to Montreal. Uh, how have, uh, Do you have much liability on the Vegas Golden Knights, and how do you think tonight's game is going to be bet with the Knights favorite on the road?
8: You know, actually, we need the Vegas to win this series, because really? we had a better bet 80 dimes. Uh, so we we, we lose on, on Montreal on the best of seven, so we lose Pretty good to the series price. Uh, the liability is so small on the future book. We're we're definitely big Vegas Golden Knights fans. We want to see the parade in town. We want to see the championship in town. It'd be great for the city. So, no, we're, we're game by game. We've needed Montreal, but in the big picture, we definitely room for Vegas.
4: Did you say you took eighty dimes?
8: Yeah. So we, uh, I think we we blow three or four hundred thousand. And Montreal wins this best of seven. So. And obviously, like I said, we've been so close the last three years. We want to get over the hump this year. So, uh, but I got to tell you, uh, Montreal looks like the better team. They do. So, uh, we're going to have to pull a rabbit out of our hat tonight to get it back to Vegas.
4: I would. I mean, right? What's that? They have Montreal has been the better team through five games, and they were the biggest dog in this round
6: going back to 1990. Oh, no question. Vegas Golden Knights' offense has disappeared. And uh, I think it surprised a lot of people, especially after what happened in the previous round against Colorado Avalanche. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, uh, anything in terms of uh, golf last week from the U.S. Open that stood out to you? John Rahm, the favorite. Did you close Rahm as the favorite of William Hill Sportsbooks?
8: Yes, we did. Uh, there was, I mean, he was the shortest-priced golfer in the field, and he, he was in the top three in tickets and dollars. We, we managed to eke out a small win with him, just because there was so much money in the pool, and specifically for Phil. So we, we ended up a tiny winner with uh, John Ron.
6: How was the uh, handle as compared to the first two majors of the year, the Masters and the PGA?
8: Not as big as the Masters, but bigger than the PGA. Uh, the action was outstanding through the weekend on, on third and fourth round matchups uh, over under uh, round scores in the third and fourth round, drew tremendous action and the uh, you know Open Future book on the weekend. So it was exciting. I mean, it was good because there were so many golfers that can win it. I mean, right. I was even in, the, in contention on the final day. That's how many <laughs> golfers that were involved.
6: You well, know, your team in the golf league was not in contention. But you had uh, Xander Shoffley, and he couldn't make a putt inside five feet. And then uh, how about Bryson blowing up on the back nine? Brooks beats Bryson in the head-to-head matchup. What were some of the other things you took away from uh, what happened there on Sunday at, at uh, the U.S. Open?
8: Yeah, that was sort of flew under the radar. DeChambeau burned a lot of head to head matchup tickets with that mm-hmm. meltdown on, on the back nine. Wow, you, you were winning pretty comfortably. Hell now one time he was winning the tournament at four under uh, late you know, late on Sunday, so and then he just absolutely went to pieces. So yeah, I know it was a great tournament. Uh Tory stood up. I mean, you know, the, the 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 exact winning score was what we posted. You know, it was gonna be right around five or six under and anytime you have a, a score in that, it's fun. You, you know, it's it's good to see, see a hard test of golf. And there wasn't any severe wind at all. I think you know, ten or twelve miles an hour tops, and the, and the course still stood up. So, hats off. Uh, I love the U.S. Open uh, tournament.
4: Sam here. <clears throat> Follow the money on Vsin the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Matt Humans with you. Uh, Nick Bogdanovich, our guest, director of trading, William Hill Sportsbooks. You know, Nick. If you listen to mainstream media, they've been freaking out for a you know week or so. I can't believe it. The NBA, the the conference finals. We're going to have Atlanta and Milwaukee and Phoenix, and uh, you know the Clippers involved. Boo hoo! This is going to really stink for the league. Have you seen an impact at all with the betting handle in the NBA playoffs? Or are you getting with these games now spread out like every other night? Are you getting monstrous handle as well?
8: Yeah, the handle's still been really good. I mean. It- it started off so strong in the first round. It was insane. Uh, I guess because there was multiple games to parlay that the, the decisions were huge. They're still big. I would say they're a little lower right now. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, there's no Kawhi and Chris Paul's questionable and this guy's questionable. That hurts after a while, you know, but as you progress in rounds, uh, you probably run out of a little bit of money and, you know, there's not a lot of stuff to parlay to it. So, but, but, we had a good game last night. Uh, anytime the favorite loses game one at home in a series is usually very good. We killed a bunch of money line parlays, and the game was exciting. So, uh, yeah, it's probably not the dream matchup the NBA wanted, that's for sure, but I, it's still going to be pretty good basketball.
6: Yeah, I think the key is what he said there. you got fewer games, right? So, sure. uh, you can't parlay as many things if you're a public better. And also, Mitch, I, I do think it. It detracts a lot from the wagering action when you when you have the stars sitting out. You know you're not going to have. First of all, the Brooklyn Nets being knocked out, I think is really. I think hurt that hurt a little, a little bit, bit for sure. But yes. you got Kawhi, you got Chris Paul sidelined, and uh, it makes some of these games tougher to handicap or form stronger opinions. How About tonight, I, I, yeah. Chris Paul expected back. He's probable at William Hill. You got Suns minus one total of two twenty one. How do you expect tonight's game to be bet with the Clippers and another? 2-0 hole,
8: Nick. Yeah, another 2-0 hole. So the betters are sort of used to that. So I figure at some point they'll come in on the Clippers. Uh, you know, they played them pretty good down there without without Paul. I mean, they could have won either game, and they didn't. So you know, we'll see what you know. Two weeks being off for Chris Paul does to Chris Paul probably nothing. He'll probably be fresh and ready to go. But people love betting uh, must win games. They always have, always will. So I, there'll be a certain faction out there coming in on the Clippers for sure. Yeah,
4: You once famously said on this uh, show that you need a uh, revolver and a bottle of whiskey to bet baseball. Uh, do you sit there, I mean, during the day? Do you watch a lot of baseball games? And I, and I bring that up because the, the beat that people suffered yesterday on the Giants-Angels total was just as bad as it gets. I mean, it's 1-1 the entire way. <laughs> and then it explodes, and of course it goes over the total when it's all said and done. Yeah,
8: that one, exactly. The, the revolver and whiskey is certainly applicable to that total. I mean, I actually watched that game because I'm, I'm sort of fixated with Otani right now. Yeah. Uh, we took a big bet on him to win the MVP for a million, so I, I wanted to see him pitch, and he and he threw good. I mean, he wasn't in complete command, but he's got such good stuff. That if he's halfway on, he's almost unhittable. You uh, didn't get any. I don't think he added to his twenty-three homer total. I mean, here's a kid who's got twenty-three dingers. I mean, it's amazing. gaussman has been great all year, so. Yeah, and daytime in, in, in Anaheim, I know the ball travels a little better, but it just seems like there was no energy in the park. The pitchers were dominating. So, yeah, 1-1 late innings and you blow your total. That's, it's hard to fade. I mean, it really is. But all you have to do is bet the Astros every day and the Diamondbacks when they're on the road, and it's free money. You, you, you can pay your, your, college, uh, your kids' college tuition easy. <laughs>
4: You can add the Orioles to the list. They're on the road again today. They've lost 19 straight away some from home. Orioles on the road. Yeah,
8: that's incredible, isn't it? I mean, but baseball has always been streaks. That's why they post those, and in, in, in the, people love betting streaks in baseball. After they get to three, they you know they start betting win loss, and they just keep going on and on and on. And you know, listen, teams can get on. They get on two week heaters where they do not but make outs, and two week heaters where everything falls. So. Baseball is the ultimate game of streaks.
4: No doubt. All right, Nick, thanks for the time today. Love talking to you. Have a good week, and We'll talk to you soon, okay?
8: All right, guys. Have a great one.
4: Yeah, be good. I'm looking at player props for tonight's game. The Suns and the Clippers. What do you have for Chris Paul? Chris Paul uh, is 17.5. As you get to 18 points, it's even money to go over. Under is minus 127. That's a. It's kind of a big number in his first
6: game. Yeah, back. I think it would be um, for me. It would be under or pass. I would definitely not look to play over on Chris Paul tonight. But I don't know. What What do you think his condition is going to be after a week off?
4: On um, did did he have COVID? Did he not have COVID? I don't even know. I have no I idea. Know. I mean, they're not they're not being really transparent
6: about this. So apparently he tested positive for it. I mean, he had it right. Or I mean, it doesn't mean it affected him. Let's sure, put it that sure, way. sure. I mean, uh,
4: because of Paul <laughs> coming back tonight. It has affected Devin Booker's number because it was 30-and-a-half in game two. Mm-hmm. It's 28-and-a-half tonight.
6: I would still look over on Booker. To me, he's kind of like a Trey Young type of player where you know he's going to get the shots. He didn't get the shots up in the last game. Uh, he only had 16 field goal attempts. Cameron Payne actually had 24. Oh. I think Booker's going to be the guy tonight who gets the 22-24 shot attempts.
4: Yeah. Uh, Paul George is 30-and-a-half. Does he go off tonight? Back at home, you need him. you got to have this game. The whole trend of uh, teams down 0-2, they go back home first quarter, first half. What's the prop for missed free throws by Paul Dillard? Oh, I wish, I wish. Watch tonight, though, back home when it's meeting. It'll be a blowout, and he'll hit 13 free throws tonight.
6: Yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've thought about playing the Clips tonight. I just don't have a lot of confidence with uh, without Kawhi and with Chris Paul coming back. It's, it's still probably going to be a pass, but this is a game the Clips absolutely have to win. And our home dogs. Oh, man. Yep. That will do it for us.
4: Good luck with your bets tonight. We're back tomorrow at 7 Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific. We'll see you.